0: Attention! This makes absolutely no sense, ladies and gentlemen. This is Xander's Facts. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into Xander's Facts. I am, of course, the aforementioned Xander. We do not have a new episode of Xander's Facts this week, sadly. Everyone, start crying. Ha ha, loser! However, you will not be disappointed because we do have some Xander's Facts content coming out this week. A new ZF Flashback, a Xander's Fact Flashback this week, which you are going to want to listen to. We go back to episode 40 from November 10th of last year, which was our college basketball season preview. So we're going to go back and listen to all the predictions that I made about the college basketball season that just strapped up on Monday night. And by the way, let me just tell you something. Uh-oh. Monday night was the national championship of college basketball. It was. Carolina and Kansas. I had Duke and Kansas playing in that game in my picks that I made last week and in my bracket that I had before the tournament started. And of course, before the tournament started, I had Kansas winning. So you're welcome. That is the second year in a row, twice now on this podcast, that I have picked the national champion correctly before the tournament even started for the brackets. If you say so. So I don't know why you would. But you should never doubt the facts. That's all I'm saying, Xander's Facts. But before we get to our flashback, remember, if you like the podcast, like all the facts on the Xander's Facts podcast, remember to follow this podcast, download this episode and all the episodes of the podcast, rate the podcast, review the podcast, go on all your socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Xander's Facts, that's Xander with a Z, and most importantly. Tell all your friends. Spread the facts. Xander's Facts Podcast. Remember to listen to any of your past episodes, like last week when I made my Final Four national championship predictions, and last week we also had some World Cup information that you might want. The World Cup draw was on Friday. The U.S. Oh my gosh, the U.S. is in a draw with Iran, England, ugh, and the playoff winner of Scotland, Wales, or Ukraine. That will be very interesting. And of course, we're going to talk about the World Cup a bunch later on this podcast because the world cup this year starts in november and then remember to subscribe to Zaner's weekend facts our weekly newsletter that recaps the top headlines from the week every sunday morning that comes out you can get it in your inbox it is free you don't have to pay a cent but if you want to, go ahead. I don't care. Get that done. Do that. Sign up for Xander's Weekend Facts. That link is in the episode's description, along with the Linktree link, which has all the links, including for Xander's Weekend Facts, all the socials, Xander's Facts on YouTube, and all the places that you can find the Xander's Facts podcast. So click on the Linktree on this episode's description. So without further ado, let's get to this week's Xander's Fact flashback. From episode 40 back in November, our college basketball season preview on the podcast, Xander's Facts Flashback. Xander's Facts. Satyrs Facts, welcome back, y'all. Let's get off of that evil politics topics because that makes me angry. Let's go to something that makes me happy college basketball. Because can you believe it? We're already in November. The Christmas music is rolling. Ugh. And that means college basketball season is finally here. We're a couple weeks into the NBA season already. And if you haven't heard our NBA season preview, we did a two parter on that back with Hillbilly a couple weeks ago. Go listen to that. But this is is the 2021-2022 college basketball season preview. And last season was just a COVID-filled mess. They had a ton of games that were canceled or got moved around, including an NCAA tournament game that got canceled. And last season was the first since the 1976 NCAA tournament that neither Duke nor Kentucky went to the NCAA tournament. How about that? So this year, we're getting vaccines. Everybody is patched up, and college basketball is ready to go. And if you're looking for the best insight on the upcoming season, you have come to the right place because, of course, Sanders got all the facts when it comes to college basketball, as I will remind you with last season's March Madness predictions. Yeah, okay. Sanders Facts is here to break down the upcoming college basketball season and which teams you need to be watching. So let's start. Let's do our conference predictions first the six major conferences in college basketball, and let's start with a conference long known for its basketball superiority, the Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC, which has since to the year 2000 had nine NCAA tournament championships from its current members, which is the most out of any conference. And last year... The ACC endured a second straight-down year as the league's top tournament entries were UVA and Florida State, who were four seeds, while Duke didn't make the tournament for the first time since 1995. So it's clear that the tops of the Big Ten and the Big 12 have surpassed the ACC. But will this year bring a resurgence of history's top basketball conference? Well, this year, you can bet that all the attention's going to be on Duke and their head coach, Mike Krzyzewski because he announced in the offseason that this will be his final season as Duke's head coach before he retires but he's got another talented squad that is led by freshman phenom Paolo Banchero a name to remember this season Duke's going to be another good team another good team should be North Carolina the other big basketball school in that state they got a new head coach this season after longtime head coach Roy Williams stepped down Hubert Davis his head his top assistant is taking over, and Williams left a ton of talent in Chapel Hill, but Davis does have plans to change the offensive system, which could open some questions, but it should be another decent year for Carolina. And those two teams that finished at the top of the conference last season, Florida State and Virginia, they're both going through some roster changes, and they have a ton of questions. Both Florida State and Virginia are losing a ton of talent this year, and both are going to rely on experienced transfers to help bridge that gap between last season and the young guys on their squads this season. Expect both to have down years, but Leonard Hamilton for Florida State, Tony Bennett for UVA coaching, you never know. But UVA's got a ton of questions this year, which is the first time we've said that in a while. And a top sleeper pick in the ACC appears to be your boys at Blacksburg, the Hokies of Virginia Tech who finished third in the regular season in the ACC last year, and they return National Player of the Year candidate Keve Aluma, and they gain a transfer familiar to their head coach Mike Young in Storm Murphy from Wofford, and they have an upper-class-filled team. So don't be surprised to see a jump for the Hokies in Mike Young's third year as coach. Elsewhere, Notre Dame is returning as much experience as anyone in the conference. Louisville is going through off-the-court turmoil that's led into an FBI investigation, another one, that could impact the Cardinals' season. While Syracuse is looking to surprise with the Bayhams, once again, Miami should make a big jump, and it's probably going to be tough for Georgia Tech and Clemson to get back to the NCAA tournament after losing a ton of production from last season. So overall for the ACC, if the hype surrounding Duke's freshman is real— Virginia and Florida State don't slow down too much, and Carolina and Virginia Tech can continue improving, then the top of the ACC can get right back with the Big Ten and the Big 12. Plus, the conference is so deep, with the middle being as good as any league probably, that anyone could lose to anyone on any given night in the ACC. Love the ACC. And Xander's pick... The popular pick this season, of course, is Duke. But where the expert zig, Xander zags. So Xander's taking the sleeper. How about the Hokies of Virginia Tech, who are going to win the ACC this season for the first time in school history? Everyone's saying, Xander, you're biased. Well, I am, but they're also going to win, so sorry about it. Deal with it. That's the ACC, but let's stay on the East Coast for the conference so big into basketball that they don't even sponsor football anymore. It's the Big East. And last year, the top dog in the conference once again was Villanova, whose star player Colin Gillespie suffered a season-ending knee injury late in the season that derailed the Wildcats' chances of a title run. But he's back this year, and so is Villanova's status at the top of the Big East. While Nova has a top supporting cast that includes guys like Jermaine Samuels, which has the potential for a Final Four, there are a bunch of questions inside with the loss of last year's Big East Player of the Year, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. This could affect Villanova's national chances, but not their conference ones. But the team that may be best positioned to challenge Villanova at the top may be UConn. Under their head coach, Danny Hurley, the Huskies have continued to improve, but lose last season's top scorer, James Bonite. So senior RJ Cole should be the one to step up and most of the supporting class returns. So that should bode well for the Huskies in their second year back in the big east xavier returns its top seven scores from a bubble team last season and should look improved another team that could make a jump is seton hall while potential big east player of the year julian champagne could help st john's surprise some people and the team that surprised a ton of people last year was georgetown who went 13 and 13 but made a run in the big east tournament to make it to the ncaa tournament but i would expect a team similar to the one that went 500 in the regular season last year. Even though the Hoyas have potential Big East Newcomer of the Year, Aminu Muhammad. Plus, Marquette brought in former Texas head coach Shaka Smart from VCU as their new coach But it might take a while for things to improve up in Wisconsin. And overall, Villanova is still top dog. But there are still a couple quality tournament teams that will make the Big East fun to watch. So Xander's pick, I think Villanova is just going to run away with the league title this season. Give me the Wildcats. Bold move there. That's the Big East. Now let's head over to the Midwest for the Big 12. The conference that hosts the reigning national champion in Baylor. And the conference has not seen back-to-back national champions since the ACC did it in 2009-2010 with Carolina and Duke and the Big 12's got a couple of teams who would like to be the second of that back-to-back so let's start with the reigning champion Baylor Bears now I'll just say it Baylor's not going to be as good as they were last year I'll just say that they lose their top three scores as well as two of their top three rebounders from last year but the Bears will still be respectable And they should be a good tournament team with players like Matthew Mayer, Adam Flagler, and Jonathan Chachua, who helped last season, taking leaps this year. Baylor should be good, not as great as they were last year. But the team making the most buzz this offseason in the Big 12 is Texas. The Longhorns have a new head coach and former Texas Tech head coach, chris beard and he immediately rebuilt the roster adding six of the top 30 transfers in the country to a team that won the big 12 tournament last year players like marcus carr timmy allen trey mitchell they will be names to watch the talents there but will they be able to gel together if the transfer strategy works watch it be replicated very quickly by the big dogs in college basketball just like the one and done was at least it's better than the one and done i'll just say that of course We can never talk about Big 12 basketball without talking about Kansas. Despite Texas having all those aforementioned transfers, the biggest transfer in the Big 12 might have been Remy Martin coming from Arizona State over to Kansas. He'll be the player to watch during Kansas games this season and could be the reason the Jayhawks get to the Final Four. A solid supporting cast should put the Jayhawks in the conversation for Tops in the Nation all year long. Once again, elsewhere in the Big 12, Oklahoma State no longer has Cade Cunningham, but they won't take a huge step back with 81% of its minutes last year returning. That's a conference best, but they will not be heading to the postseason due to NCAA violations. I don't even know. West Virginia lacks star power, but still has its Huggy Bear, plus both Texas Tech and Oklahoma bring in new coaches in Mark Adams for the Red Raiders and Porter Moser for the Sooners. Yeah, the Porter Moser who took. Loyola Chicago to a final four, so Oklahoma's going to get good fast. Probably not this year, though. And overall, there's a clear top tier in the Big 12 that can compete with just about anybody. Plus, when West is about your sixth best team, you've got a good conference. So ultimately, the Big 12 isn't as deep as it has been, but it should still bring a solid five or so tournament teams. And my pick for the conference, I think it's going to come down to Texas and Kansas. Texas is the high risk but high reward team, but Kansas is the more sure option, but you know Xander loves risks. So, let's go with the Longhorns of Texas to win the Big 12. Another fact! Now let's move up north to the Big 10, the conference that brought a nation-best nine teams to the tournament last season, but none of them made it to the final weekend, so will this be the year that the Big 10 ends its championship drought at 22 years They haven't won it since Michigan State in 2000. Well, the best shot is Michigan. Under head coach Juwan Howard, the Wolverines have not slowed down on the court and on the recruiting trail, and this year's squad might be even more talented than last year's. Big man center Hunter Dickinson led the team in points, rebounds, and blocks last year, and when he was on the floor last year, Michigan shot 40% from beyond the three-point arc. He returns, and while the Wolverines do lose Isaiah Livers, whose postseason injury might have cost Michigan a final four berth last season, they do add five-star recruit Musa Diabite and projected top-ten pick Caleb Houston, along with even more talent in the supporting cast. If Jawan Howard's going to do this thing at Michigan, it's probably going to happen this year another top pick in the big 10 though are the purdue boilermakers purdue didn't make it out of the first round of the ncaa tournament last year but they returned some serious firepower and Garjayden ivy is set for a big jump after averaging nearly 15 points and 12 starts last year travion williams led purdue in points and rebounds last year and those two should be two of the most talented players in the big 10 so if anyone has a chance at overtaking Michigan this year, it is Purdue. Meanwhile, Illinois lost their star guard Ayo DeSunmu to the NBA, but they return their big man Kofi Cockburn from a popular pick to win it all last year in the tournament that fell in the second round. And they won't be as talented as they were, but they'll still be respectable in the conference. Plus, there were times last season when Ohio State looked like they were the real deal, With top players C.J. Walker and Dwayne Washington Jr. leaving, it's time for players like E.J. Lydell to shine, which could give the Buckeyes a spoiler status in the conference this year. And Maryland's also getting some preseason buzz with a couple transfers arriving to help one of the Big Ten's worst offensive teams last season. Indiana hired a new coach, an NBA veteran head coach, Mike Woodson, and there's some buzz in Bloomington, so there could be a couple upsets for indiana this year plus it's do or die time for nebraska and their head coach fred hoiberg and you should never count out tom izzo at michigan state so overall the big 10 top to bottom looks to be the nation's best right now however a down year for a couple teams which could definitely happen teams like illinois could hold the conference back and allow others to fill that void despite that though the big 10 has a good chance to bring another major haul to the tournament this season so sanders pick michigan's going to be the popular pick purdue the upset pick i said ohio state the sleeper i think i'll go with the popular pick i think michigan just has so much talent juan howard is a really good coach at michigan Michigan is going to win the Big Ten this season. Said I warned you. Out West, let's go to the Pac-12, the Conference of Champions. Conference of Champions. Bill Walton knows a conference that for years has been at the bottom of the Power Five in football and basketball. But last year, basketball took a huge step forward with the emergence of UCLA and an impressive 13-5 and record for their five teams in the NCAA tournament. And speaking of the Bruins, all the hype is on them this season. They are number two in the preseason AP poll after going all the way down to the buzzer with Gonzaga in the final four. And in that tournament, they were playing in the first four, so they were the, one of the Cinderella teams in that tournament, and they almost got Gonzaga. They almost got him if it wasn't for that Jalen Suggs shot. And from that team last season, The Bruins return their top players, including Johnny Juzang and Tiger Campbell. They add on five-star recruit Peyton Watson, so there is some reason for some UCLA hype this season. The Bruins certainly have a shot at a record-setting 12th national championship. But elsewhere, in the last 10 seasons, head coach Dana Altman has led Oregon to a top-two Pac-12 finish seven times it's a fact veterans eric williams and will richardson are going to help a team that finished atop the pac-12 one year ago with a couple highly rated freshmen joining a mostly experienced squad oregon has the talent and experience to compete at the top with ucla for usc They lost top pick Evan Mobley, but Isaiah Mobley returns along with Drew Peterson, Isaiah White, and transfer Boogie Ellis, which should make the Trojans a team to watch. Washington State is continuing to improve with their head coach, Cosmith, in his third year. Arizona State's offensive revamp is going to be something to watch, and Colorado is looking to improve off its third-place finish last season. Plus, Oregon State had that Cinderella run in the tournament. They're looking to build off that while Arizona is probably going to go through some growing pains after they finally got rid of that scandal-ridden head coach, Sean Miller. So overall, the bottom of the conference still has a long way to go, but the top of the Pac-12 features some of the best teams I think you're going to see all season. So while most people are going to pick UCLA, I think that UCLA is going to come out struggling with all eyes watching early in the season, especially in the first week. They have a matchup with Villanova, which is a top-five matchup, in the end, I think Oregon is going to do just enough to come out of the Pac-12. Give me the ducks, Oregon. Cool facts, bro. In the SEC, the final conference, let's head down south. It was a strange year. Kentucky missed out on the tournament while Alabama and Arkansas surged to the top of the conference. And speaking of Kentucky, this year's squad is back in the conversation of contenders, and rightfully so, because after last year's 9-16 and disaster— John Calipari, their head coach, has completely rule-tooled the roster with names such as Ty Ty Washington and Damian Collins, ones to watch in Lexington. And while the talent may not match up with others at the top or even past Kentucky teams, the Wildcats are incredibly deep. They've got eight or nine potential starting caliber players. This is not one of Calipari's best squads at Kentucky, but it's certainly an improvement over where they were last season and the sec has four other preseason ranked teams with last season's darlings alabama and arkansas leading the bunch and the name to watch for alabama is javon quinterly who went 43.3 percent from three point range last season in any case the crimson tide should compete at the top of the conference once again while arkansas returns breakout star Javonte davis and brings in three highly touted transfers to a team that is neck and neck with kentucky and alabama at the top of the talent pool in the conference. Plus, Auburn returns Alan Flanagan and Wendell Green Jr. and brings in potential conference newcomer of the year, Jabari Smith, to a team that could be dangerous when it is healthy. And Tennessee has a lot of young talent led by freshman Kennedy Chandler, but it probably isn't enough to compete at the top of the SEC. And elsewhere, Vanderbilt has one of the league's best players in Scotty Pippen Jr. Mississippi State brings in a boatload of transfers, including Garrison Brooks from North Carolina and Rocket Watts from Michigan State. And Florida and LSU have some nice pieces to make some games interesting with the big dogs this season. So overall, the SEC is deep once again. And while I wouldn't consider any league members real championship contenders, there's a bunch of teams in that next tier. Kentucky, Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, Auburn. They should all be really good. Kentucky's going to be the hot pick. But I'll stay away. So, with a boatload of good choices, I think I will take Arkansas, the Razorbacks, I believe, and head coach Eric Musselman's ability to put it all together. And I think Arkansas has the best shot at a deep run in the tournament. It's all true. Now, those are the six conferences, but let's go to our mid majors to watch. Because before we get to our season long predictions, let's take a look at some teams outside the power conferences. That you're going to want to keep your eyes on like gonzaga of course we have to mention last season's runner-ups even while they lost jalen suggs and Corey kispert drew timmy returns along with the emergence of top ranked recruit chet holmgren remember that name nba fans and adding on andrew Nemhard, hunter salas and a bunch of other experienced names this is one of the deepest teams in the country once again and make no mistake about it gonzagas will be right back at the top of the championship candidates once again this season elsewhere the hype train is boarding once again for memphis this offseason and whether it's going to be worthy of leaving the station this time is a major question but head coach penny hardaway has a talented squad that won the nit last season and brings in big names in imani bates and Jalen duran the big issue last season was turnovers so if they can get cleaned up on turnovers then memphis has a serious shot at a deep tournament run also in the american conference houston made a surprise one into the final four last season their first since 1984 and is looking to find a way to get back well they probably won't get that far Their head coach, Kelvin Sampson, has built the Cougars into a consistent second weekend program, and the only other mid-major to be ranked in the preseason are the Bonnies of St. Bonaventure. The Bonnies return all five of their starters from a year ago, and some aggressive defense with some early season opportunities could definitely put them in position for a high tournament seed. While Gonzaga should probably sweep up in the West Coast Conference, watch out for BYU in there as well. Plus, Colorado State's a popular name in the Mountain West, and don't be surprised to hear about Georgia State, San Diego State, or Belmont either this season. So those are all the teams you got to watch out for. But let's go to our season-long predictions. So without further ado, let's get the Xander's Final Four predictions for the upcoming college basketball season. But let's remind you who I had for my regular season champions. So ACC, I had Virginia Tech, Big East, Villanova, Big 12, Texas, Big 10, Michigan, Pac-12, Oregon, and the sec i had arkansas so now big fact incoming for the moment you've all been waiting for sanders final four picks and last year i only predicted one final four team correctly but it was the national champion so i might want to listen up now of course this could go million different ways because of seeding, and these teams could be grouped together in the same bracket but we're just going to do this anyways for the final four i've got the four teams bing are you ready no gonzaga Texas, Arkansas, and Michigan, and the team winning it all, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Whoopie! That's blasphemy. There you go. Arkansas is going to win the championship this year. There it is. Zan ders Bex, and there you have it. That is everything you need to know for the 2021-22 college basketball season. I know I am super excited. To watch i've been waiting for college basketball it's finally here it's gonna be amazing i'm super excited and there's gonna be a ton of great games to watch over the next few months including this week i've got my games to watch for this week on social media right now so go check that out xander's facts on twitter facebook and instagram and i'll be posting those every monday throughout the season tell me tell me so the college basketball season tipped off last night tuesday november 9th it was the champions classic so you missed it but there's going to be a ton more matchups this season we're going all the way until the national championship game on monday april 4th in nolens so there you go that's college basketball xander's facts and that is this week's xander's facts flashback thank you all for listening and i just gotta say I know this picks that I made for the conferences were probably for the regular season, but I will just say, Virginia Tech won the ACC tournament, so... No one cares. Not all wrong. So many facts on this podcast. But thank you all for listening to the Zaders Facts flashback this week, and thank you all for listening to the Zaders Facts podcast this week. And remember, if you liked all the facts, all the somewhat outdated facts on this edition of the podcast, but remember go follow the podcast, download this episode, rate the podcast, review the podcast, and then go on all your socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, look up Xander's Facts, that's Xander with a Z, check out Xander's Facts on YouTube, check out Xander's Weekend Facts, Substack every Sunday, link is in this episode's description, check out the link tree, and then finally, most importantly, tell all your friends, Xander's Facts Podcast. Thank you all for listening, we are back next week, brand new episode, Episode 60, our NBA analyst, Hillbilly, is going to be on the podcast. We have got an NBA playoffs preview. This week is the final week of the regular season. The play-in tournament and the playoffs begin next week, so we've got an entire show for a preview next week on this podcast. You will not want to miss it, so check that out. But that is it. That is a wrap on this edition of the Zaner's Facts Podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all with episode 59 next week. I need some ice for that sick burn.